Good evening, and welcome to the new episode of the Haunted Log Old Time Radio Mystery Theater presents I Love a Mystery. Tonight we are doing episodes 7, 8, and 9 of Million Dollar Curse. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by... Kirk. Brian. And we are going to listen to the episodes and come back and have a discussion about them. So everybody sit back and enjoy the show. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents I Love the Mystery. adventure thriller. Cross the lobby with you. One bad move, you're all washed up. Taking us down to the jailhouse, huh? That's right. I don't mind saying I jolly well don't like that gun pressed against my side. You'll like it a lot less if it goes off. That's a sweet thought. Hold it. Open the door, Packard. Right. Lead the way, Sweeney. Come along, you. Down the steps with you. Now then, across the street. I don't see any police car. Cars across the park. You mean in front of Sonny's house? Yeah. We stopped there for you. Found out you'd gone over to the hospital. Now then, through the park. First time I've had a chance of taking an errand with an escort for a long time now. How much you get for acting as Bella's bodyguard, Sweeney? You talk too much for your own good. No. But honest, Feller, do you like being a policeman? I do that. When I get a chance to pick up such as you. Oh, now, I ain't such a bad fella. You, you might even get to like me if you knowed me. Mm, I have my own opinion on that. Keep marching. Sure. What's the matter with your copper, Reggie? Ain't heard a word out of him. He hasn't said anything. I think he's got laryngitis. <laughs> yeah? Well, what makes you think that? Well, he's got a woolen cloth about his neck, and he smells violently of turpentine and cough medicine. Laryngitis, huh? Right. I've been telling him he should be home in bed, but the blighter doesn't appreciate my sympathy. Ouch, I say. What's the matter? Apparently doesn't appreciate my humor either. Keeps jabbing that valley gun in my ribs. All right. This is it. You mean this car under the streetlights? That's right. Open the back door, sweetie. But this isn't a police car. You don't say. Look here, there's something phony about this. You mean these birds ain't policemen? Get into that back seat. What about it, Jack? Yes, get in. But if this is a frame-up... Get in. Follow him in, Sweeney. Sure. Here, you sit in the middle. I'll take the outside. Suits me. Now you, Limey. Jack, if this is... Get a... in, Reggie. Quiet. Follow him in, Burke. Well, anyway, Reggie, you and me get to ride next to each other. Is that important? Well, anyway, I like backseat riding best myself. All snug is four doggone bugs in a rug. All right, Packard, in the front seat. Suits me. Keep your other gun on him while I get under the wheel, Sweeney. He's covered right up to his eyes. I take it we're going for a nice long ride. Take it or leave it alone. You know, Jack, 
If these three hombres sure enough ain't cops, it looks to me like we've got a mighty interesting ride ahead of us. Looks like it, all right. Keep the gun on him, Sweeney, until I get the car underway. It's as good as done. Hey, ask him up there if he's a good driver, Jack. Well, here we go. Smooth running, bus. All right, Sweeney, I'll take care of Packard up front here. He's your boy. Whew! Your fella does smell a turpentine, don't he, Reg? Mm. He's smelling up the whole car. <laughs> I'm not mistaken, this road takes us out toward the desert. You ain't mistaken, mister. I thought so. Three bodies buried in the sand out there probably would never be discovered. Jack, don't talk like that. What's that? Well, that's something I don't ever want to be. The undiscovered corpse. That Texas boy's just full of bad jokes, ain't he? <laughs> Doc, no, don't mind him. He's worse than a leaky faucet. Yeah. You boys look to me like part of a pretty well-organized gang. We're doing all right. You uh, wouldn't by any chance know a man by the name of Leslie Marks, would you? Oh? Leslie Marks, attorney. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. I'm not surprised. Looks like a pretty smart operator. Should think he'd make a great mouthpiece for a gang. I'll tell the boss. He wouldn't be boss by any chance, would he? What do you mean? Marks. He wouldn't be the big gang boss in these parts, would he? Got a great front for it. You're nuts. Well, there's no harm in asking. Can't think of any. But what's your racket? This doesn't seem to me any sort of a town for an organized gang. You got me, buddy. You mean you don't know? I don't know nothing. I see. Of course, you're close to the Mexican border. I suppose there's money in smuggling, and then this is a seaport. Keep talking. It's only your breath you're wasting. Uh-huh. How are we coming, Jack? We're getting out into the great open spaces. Are, huh? I say, how about opening some of the windows? I'm getting bloody sick of breathing turpentine fuel. Leave the windows like they are. Oh, spoiling my whole ride. Reggie, I bet you if we was to touch a match to your bodyguard... He'd burn like an oil well. Or you could attach a pipeline to him and furnish Southern California with natural gas. Out, I say, old man. I'm getting fairly well fed up with you jabbing me with that brute of a gun. <laughs> yeah, Burke ain't a man to take a joke kindly. Mm. At least why it's not when it's on himself. Yes, I'm beginning to notice that. We're really out in the desert now. Haven't seen a building along the highway for the past five minutes. Passing any automobiles? Not now. There's a car on our tail, though. What's that? I don't know. Been there ever since we left town. I'll take care of that. Hooey! Looky at us go! <laughs> Leaving it behind like it was standing still. This car's got an engine in it, all right. I say the other car's out of sight already. Doc, Reggie, can you hear me? Yeah, I don't. Get ready for the worst. What'd you say? I told him to get ready for the worst. What do you mean by that? Keep on going like this and almost anything's liable to happen. Such as what? Such as this. Hey, let go of that wheel! Look out, Doc! Reggie! Hey! Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Doc. Doc, you... You all right? Jack. Oh. Did you honest and truly go for to wreck this car? Yes, I... Yanked on the wheel. Son, you had never ought to do that. Well, this here's the way folks get hurt. Ah, you, you see, Reggie? Huh? What do you mean? Isn't he back there with you? Feller, when this bus, this bus done its first flip-flap, Reggie zoomed out of here like he's shot from a cannon. Well, let's get out of here and find him. Ah, I reckon I'm gonna need some help. What about these other guys? Well, they'll have to look out for themselves now. 
car's over inside. Can't you climb out through the back door? Uh, nope. Door's jammed. Uh-huh. Well, climb over in the front seat, and I'll give you a hand. Okay. There. Ah. Uh, oh. Oh, I stepped right in the middle of a driver. Uh, he didn't notice it. Yeah, sleeping like a babe. Be careful that broken glass. Now. Up with you. Yeah. Uh, there we are. Uh, hey, Jack. Huh? There's a headlights of that car that was following us over yonder in the highway. Oh, never mind that. Find Reggie. Yeah, he should ought to be over this way. Hey, Jack, it's Sonny. Sonny, what are you doing out here? Jack, Jack what happened? I asked you what you were hurry? doing out here. I followed you. The minute those three policemen took you boys out of Phil's room, I followed. I thought they were going to take you to the police station. Well, they weren't policemen. They, they, they weren't? Jack, what are you looking for? Reggie. Oh, is he hurt? I'll tell you better when we find him. Hey, Jack. Hey, yeah. here he is. Well, come on. Oh, you see? You see the horrible things that are happening to you already from associating with me? Well, that's stupid. Here, this way, Jack. How is he, Doc? Can you tell? Well, he's knocked out all right, but he lit in these here bushes. I don't think there's nothing broken. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, let me see. What the heck are you doing out here, Sonny? I trailed you. Who were those men if they weren't policemen? Gun-toting gangsters. Uh, how's he doing, Jack? Just stunned. He'll be around in a minute. Are you sure? Certainly I'm sure. All I have to say, Sonny, is that the Richard curse is pretty impotent curse to let us get away like this. Well, what do you mean? Well, look at the material it had to work with. Three gunmen with murder in their hearts. One of the best auto wrecks of the year. A really potent curse would have had us dead and buried by this time. Yeah, and look at us. Just one of us with a little old bump on his head. Well, you mustn't say that. You mustn't challenge fate like that. Baloney. Come on. Let's have a look at the boys in the car. All right to leave Reggie there? Yes, give him a few minutes to come around. But who are these... these gunmen? Your guess is as good as ours. Doc, I'm going to crawl back in the car and hand the bodies out to you. Okay. Good thing we didn't catch fire. I still don't understand why gunmen wanted you three. Well, won't you let us worry about that, honey? Are you inside all right, fella? Yeah. Here comes the driver. Okay. Careful with him. He's got some broken bones. Uh, got him. A meaty guy for his size. Ah. Ah. Yeah, lay there for a minute. He, he's not dead. No, ma'am. Just chewed up a little. Next. Now let him come. Uh, which one's he? Sweeney. You got him? Yep, yep. Come on, Sweeney, old kid. The trip ended up kind of different. You expected, didn't it? Ah. Ah, that's it. Lay down there beside your pal. Can I do anything? I don't reckon. Uh, these fellas is going to need the attention of an expert. They're hurt seriously? Well, they ain't been done no good. Ready, Doc? Well, this would be old laryngitis himself, huh? I got him. Ah, uh, uh, oh, pee, you fella. Now that you're unconscious, you're exuding turpentine worse than when you was kicking. Yeah, yeah I'm glad that's over. But what do we do now? Load our cargo into your car and get him to a hospital. And that's a job of toting. I wish Reggie'd come too, so he could give us a hand. Well, Haven't we ought to hurry if there is? All right, I... stick up your hands, all of you. What's that? Hey, Jack, we got visitors. You heard me. Not a move out of any one of you. Guns and everything. Now, now, what you suppose this is for? But there must be some mistake. Keep out of this, sister. What's the idea? We came out here tonight to bury you, Muggs. And burying's what you're going to get.
the further transcribed adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie will come to you tomorrow at this same hour. I Love a Mystery, written and directed by Carlton E. Morse, comes to you Monday through Friday, featuring Russell Thorson as Jack, Jim Bowles as Doc Long, and Tony Randall as Reggie York. Frank McCarthy speaking. Mutual Broadcasting System presents I Love the Mystery. adventure thriller take them up would you like a chunk of lead in your middle oh, not me fella then don't move a finger hoppy that's me I got them covered. Fan them. Sure, with pleasure. Don't waste no time. This ain't no picnic. What about the skirt? No, don't you touch me. Leave the skirt alone. It's a nice skirt. Leave the skirt alone. Well, ain't that what I'm doing? These guys ain't got no rods. I could have told you that. He could have told us that. Ain't he the comedian? Hey, look, my arms is getting tired. Tape them up. Hoppy. Shall I bump them off? No, tie them up. But what we want to tie him up for? We come out here to bump him off. We can't bump nobody off in the presence of the skirt. We could if we bumped the skirt off, too. We ain't got no orders to bump no skirt off. Yeah, besides, she's a nice skirt. Ain't you, babe? You keep your hands off me. Oh, a skirt with a temper. Ah, uh, happy. Tie them birds up. May I make a suggestion? No, you can't make no suggestion. Well, then may I ask a question? No, you can't ask no question. Well, your three pals here are liable to die on your hands if you don't get them to a doctor. You mean they're height bad? Yes. That's their hard luck. Yeah, but if they're height bad... That's uh... their hard luck. We got our orders to bump these three guys off and bury them. Three? That's orders. Yeah, but it's only two of them. Ah, that's right. Hey, where's the other mug? Well, I can tell you that, fella. Yes, yes, we, we can tell you where he is. He's in that wrecked car, dead. Yeah? Yes, dead. And you can blame yourselves for it. Well, ain't that too bad now? We think so. Well, don't feel too bad, mister. His troubles is all over. And you still got yours coming. Well, what are you standing there for, Hoppy? I told you to tie them up. That's right. I thought there was something you told me to do. I was trying to remember. We'll do it. Shall I tie up the skirt first? Leave the skirt alone. Oh, ain't we going to tie up the skirt at all? No. That's too bad. I sure would like to tie up that skirt. Put your hands behind you, bud. How about it, Jack? He's got a gun on us. Well, I sure don't like it. Why, you double-jointed city cat. Put your hands behind you. Better someday I'm going to take you apart. That's better. Put your hands up, both of you. Hey, the skirt's got a gun. Sonny, you crazy little idiot, drop that gun. I won't. I can shoot as good as he can. Drop that gun, sister, or I will make a sieve out of you. I won't. I'll shoot if you do. Happy. 
A gun-toting skirt. Take that gun away from her. You mean I can go for her? Get that gun. With pleasure. No. No, don't come any closer. I ain't mixed with a skirt never so long. Sonny, throw the gun away. You hear? Throw it away. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. Oh, no, you won't. Oh, let go of me. Give me that rock. I won't. I won't. You got the gun? Yeah, and I also got the skirt. Now, hurry up and put the ropes on these two guys so we can get going. I told you not to try to use that gun. Somebody's got to do something. Sonny, it's just like I told Arthur the other night. When you pull out a gun, you got to shoot right off. On account of folks, they just don't monkey around with shooting on Now put your arms back of you, and this time, do it. And don't waste no more time. We got to get out of here. Doc. Yeah? I think the British are coming. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. No fooling. No fooling. What are they talking about, Hoppy? One of them just said the British are coming. Oh, what does that mean? Search me. I got one of them tied. Well, hurry up with the other one. Yes, won't be long now. And me all tied up like a sack of potatoes. It's all right, I'm still free. But not for long. Put your hands behind you. Get him, Reggie. I've got him, Jack. Hey, Hoppy. I'll take your Hoppy. Hey, look out. a boy, Jack. You got him first crack. How are you coming, Reggie? Oh, I went down like a pole, Doc. Nothing to it at all. But Reggie, you were unconscious. Oh, I say I didn't have to stay that way, did I? Well, good work, fella. You come to, you took in the situation, and you did just what was right and proper. Right. Ooh, still a bit dizzy, though. Well, after that bump you got in the wreck, it's not surprising. Sure, I did take a flying, didn't I? What about those other chappies? Well, we've got to get them to a hospital. Only now we got five bodies instead of just three. And by the way, would somebody get these ropes off of oh, me? right, I'll turn around. Yeah. Uh, where do you suppose those, uh, these last two guys come from anyway, Jack? Well, you heard what they said. Yeah, that they was out here to berries. There you are. Uh, yeah, thanks. Apparently, there were two more of the same gang that had been waiting out here in the desert for the others to bring us along. Right, then there was to be a firing squad, and we were to be thrown into a hole in the sand and covered up. No. Hey, honey, what you shivering about? Oh, what is it? What's going on? Well, Sonny, it looks to me as though we were beginning to get under the surface of the Richard Curse. But what's this to do with the curse? Maybe a lot. I don't understand. Well, supposing I'd been shot in the park the other night, or the three of us had disappeared, or our bodies had been found out here on the desert. What would you have thought? Oh. Oh, yes. Yes. If you hadn't known all that's happened, you'd have said the Richard Curse had caused our deaths. You'd have believed we died because we were associated with you. Yes, but this is different... Someone's deliberately trying to kill you. All the others have been accidental. Been made to look accidental, you mean? You, you mean... I mean that I think this same gang that tried to lay us away tonight are responsible for at least some of the deaths that took place before we came into the picture. But that's not a curse. Hardly. Hey, where'd Doc and Reggie go? They're taking the bodies over to my car on the highway. Oh. But, Jack, why? What do you mean, why? If a gang of men are killing people close to me... There must be some reason for it. Yes, and we're going to start looking for that reason. But the curse... There isn't any curse, and there never has been. Oh, but you're wrong. It's been in my family for generations. Who told you that? My father. He might have found something better to do. When did he tell you? Well, he didn't exactly tell me. He left it for me in a letter attached to his will. Your father's attorney, Leslie Marks, gave you that letter when the will was read? Yes, Leslie gave it to me. Was it in your father's handwriting? No, it was typewritten, but it was signed. I know my father's signature. And you didn't know anything about the curse until you read that letter? No. Do you still have the letter? Yes. Yes, I have it at home. Hmm. I'd like to have a look at it when we get back. If, if you wish. Do you know the condition of your estate? But that's absurd. 
Leslie. It's not absurd. Nothing's absurd when people are being killed like flies around you. And I don't trust that Marks fellow any further than I could throw an elephant by the tail. But if he wanted my estate, it would be me he wanted dead, wouldn't it? Well, you're the last person in the world he'd want dead. Especially if he's been looting the estate. No, I, I, I don't understand. Because if you were dead, he'd have to make an accounting to the court. And if he's been using your money, he'd go to jail for it. Oh, oh yes. But that still doesn't explain why he'd want the men close to you out of the way. No. No, I think you're all wrong about Leslie. I'm sure of it. Unless he... Look, Sonny, did your father's will say anything about all property reverting to you immediately in case you got married? No. Merely that Leslie was to be my executor until I'd reached the age of 25. Why, why did you say that? Well, if he had to turn the estate over to you when you married, then naturally he'd do everything in his power to drive off all eligible men. But my marrying doesn't change a thing. Oh, so we can forget that. Well, this is going to take some thinking over. Well, Jack, if if you can really prove it isn't the curse... I've already done that to my satisfaction. But proof. I want to be convinced. I've got to. Well, you better stop worrying about the curse and start worrying about something really serious. Serious? Yes, and it's my guess that it's Leslie Marks. Jack, I know you're mistaken. I know you are. Well, somebody's surrounding you with gangsters and gunmen. Somebody's bound and determined you're going to live alone and like it. You proved that tonight. Well, I don't understand it. Oh, but you're beginning to believe it, aren't you? Well, I, I don't know. You were going to marry Phil Terry. Where's he? Cripple in the hospital. You're beginning to show an interest in Roger and in Freddie. Where are they? Buried. You and I announced our engagement. With good luck, I'm still here, but that wasn't because someone didn't try to slow me up. Yes. Yes, there's something. Well, there isn't something. It's somebody. And from now on, we don't let up until we run him down. Well, who are we going to oh. run down now? Oh, it's you, Doc. Yeah. And while you two been a-standing there gabbing, me and Reggie done ourselves a job. Get all the bodies loaded in the car? Yeah, no thanks to you. <laughs> okay, let's get started back to town. I don't know where anyone's going to sit. The entire back is occupied by the unconscious. Well, that's okay. Sonny can drive. You ride in the front seat with her, Reggie. Doc and I'll hang on the running board. Hey, what's Reggie done to get a break like that? He got thrown out of the wreck on his head. And a little thing like that gets him the front seat back to town? Oh, I say, Doc, you take it. I should say not. You're riding with me, Reggie. <laughs> Get in. Thank you. Right on. And that settles that. We ready to start? Yes, yeah, start the motor. Oh, here, wait a minute. Hey, what's the matter now? Uh, just a minute. I've got to get back to the wreck. Say, what's that for? Darned if I know. Got some kind of a bee in his bonnet. Hmm. Think we should go, too? Oh, I don't reckon. Uh, Sonny. Yes? I heard some of the things Jack said to you. You convinced now that this here little old Richard curse of yours is a lot of hogwash? Oh, I want to. Well, then just go ahead and believe it, because it's true. It's so mixed up. But I will tell you this. Yeah? There's been a knot of fear twisted up in my stomach for, for almost a year now. And for the first time, it isn't there anymore. Now you're talking, Paul. Well, here he comes back. Ah, it didn't take him long. But what'd you go back for, fella? Sonny. Sonny, this may be important. What's the matter? Do you know a man named Donald Robert Lincoln? Donald Robert Lincoln? Yes, think hard. I don't have to. Of course I know. Who is he? What is he? He's one of the richest men in San Diego. Yes, but what connection has he got with you? Oh, I don't know. He was a friend of my father's in the old days. He was? How close a friend? Why, next to Leslie Marks, the closest friend he had, I think. Great. Now we're getting somewhere. But what does Donald Robert Lincoln have to do with this? That's his automobile that's wrecked over there. Hey. Oh, no, Jack. Y you mean he's head of the gang that tried to take us for a ride tonight? That's what we're going to ask him. Oh, but it couldn't. It couldn't be, Mr. Lincoln. I'll know more about that when we've had a little talk with the old boy. 
further transcribed adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie will come to you tomorrow at this same hour. I Love a Mystery, written and directed by Carlton E. Morse, comes to you Monday through Friday, featuring Russell Thorson as Jack, Jim Bowles as Doc Long, and Tony Randall as Reggie York. Frank McCarthy speaking. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents I Love the Mystery. adventure thriller Bill, you should have seen that wrecked car. It's a wonder anyone came out alive. Well, that's mighty funny. I'm especially interested in how it happened that Jack, Doc, and Reggie came through that wreck with hardly a scratch, and the three gunmen ended up with busted heads and broken bones. Just a lucky chance, I guess. Oh, okay, hardly that. What do you mean, York? Well, it's all very simple. You see, we were expecting the accident, and we're ready for it, and the other three men weren't. Are you kidding? No, not at all, Phil. That's the way it was. Will you tell me how you can get ready for an auto wreck? I don't mind. It's the principle, you know, of centrifugal force. I mean to say, when a speeding car spins and turns over, it's a bit like a whirling phonograph record. Anything near the outer edges flies off, but the nearer the center of the spin you are, the less violent the action. Reggie, how do you get to the center of a whirling, crashing automobile? Well, the chap in the front seat lies down on the floor and wedges himself up under the dashboard, his knees braced against the front seat. And the man in the back seat should drop to the floor and cling to the footrest. That really works? Well, you're still taking a belly lot of chances, of course, but Jack, Doc, and I have come through at least three such wrecks that way. I wish someone had told me that a year ago before I went over the cliff. Quiet. I wish they had. I've told you before not to use that tone of voice to me. I hate sympathy. I'm sorry. You haven't told me yet where Doc Long and Jack Packard are. Well, we'll have to tell you everything that's happened in the last two hours for you to understand. Never mind. Tell me that later. Where are they now? Doc is down at the police emergency hospital... Jack's gone to see Mr. Donald Robert Lincoln. Donald Robert Lincoln? Yes. You mean old money bags, Lincoln? Yes. Why? What's Packard got to do with him? Does he expect... Who's that? Shall I go to the door and see? Who is it? It's uh, Leslie Marksville. Leslie! I didn't expect to find anyone else here. If uh, I'm intruding... Of course he's not intruding, is he, Phil? No, no. As long as you're here, you might as well stay. Thanks, Phil. Cut the fill stuff, Marks. My last name's Terry. Very well, Terry. Why the sudden visit? You're surprised? Well, why shouldn't I be? First time you've been to see me since I came to this hospital. Well, Terry, as a matter of fact, I came to see you about Sonny here. Sonny? What do you mean, Leslie? Why did you come to see Phil about me? Well, if you must know, Sonny, I wanted to discuss your engagement to Jack Packard with Phil. Why should you do that? Yeah, why should I discuss Sonny's engagement to another man with you, Marks? I certainly don't intend to say anything in front of the present group, especially York here. Kind. Would you like me to leave? You stay right where you are, Reggie. What about it, Phil? Yeah, yeah, stick around. By the way, Marks, 
Reggie and Sonny were just telling me a little story when you came in. Maybe you'd like to hear it, too. Maybe I would. Go ahead. Leslie, did you know that three men in police uniforms came in here a couple of hours ago and they pretended to arrest Jack, Doc, and Reggie? Oh, what's that? Quite. For the murder of Fish Evans. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Well, then, of course, you didn't know that when those officers got the boys outside, they turned out to be three gunmen intent on taking them for a ride. Are you being serious? Bloody serious, Marks. Go ahead. Tell them what happened, Reggie. They loaded us into a car and took us out on the desert. They had our final resting place all picked out for us, and just before we arrived, Jack reached over and spun the steering wheel and wrecked the car. Deliberately wrecked a speeding car? Right. Well, what happened? Well, our three captors were knocked about a bit. Jack, Doc, and I escaped with minor bruises. That's remarkable. Not at all. We knew how to protect ourselves. But if you wrecked the car, how did you get back to town so quickly? Uh, how far out were you? No. Ten or fifteen miles, I should judge. Fortunately, Sonny here had the good sense to trail our car. Sonny, you did that? Yes. I see. And what became of the gunmen? Well, we were on the point of landing them into Sonny's car and returning to town when two more of the ballet brutes showed up. What's that? You didn't tell me that. And we hadn't got that part of the story yet. They threw guns on us and seemed intent on completing the execution. They were part of the same gang? Apparently. You were there at that time, Sonny? Yes. One of them was in favor of killing me, too. Killing you? Sonny, in heaven's name, child, supposing that they had killed you. Well, supposing they had. No, no, Sonny. You've got to have a guard after this. I've got all the guard I need. You haven't any guard at all. Jack, Doc, and Reggie are doing pretty well. Never mind that. What happened? The boys went to work on them. That's what happened. But they were dangerous killers. No, they weren't so dangerous when Jack and Reggie finished with them. I see. Uh, York. Yes, Mr. Marks. You men seem to know your business. If you're talking about fighting, I agree with you. Yes. But I suppose there was a certain element of luck in your favor. It takes more than luck. Just look at you. So you had five bodies to bring in instead of three. The whole back of my car was full of bodies. You should have seen the police sergeant's eyes bug out when we brought him out to the car. What do you have to say? We told him we'd picked up the five in an auto accident out on the desert. And uh, we thought he might be interested. I say, yes. He took one look at them and we were his friends for life. What do you mean by that? Well, it seems that three of our bodies were very badly wanted for smuggling across the Mexican border. He said that? He said more than that. One of them is wanted on an old murder charge, and the other one is wanted by the federal men on a narcotic indictment. Quite a haul. After that, you boys should have a pretty fine standing with the police in this part of the state. Oh, you think they won't? We'll know more about that when Doc gets back. He's still down there giving them our story. Uh, they let you two go? Yes, we wanted to get back up here and relieve Phil's mind. See, it all started right here in the room, and I, I knew Phil would be worried. He's thoughtful of you. You said Doc Long was at the station. Uh, where's Jack Packard? Oh, we dropped Jack off at Donald Robert Lincoln's. Donald Robert. You dropped Packard off where? That's right, at Mr. Lincoln's home. Why? Well, Jack made a very interesting discovery. I, I, I don't see any reason for keeping it to ourselves, do you, Sonny? No, he didn't say to keep it secret. Great. We discovered the car used by the gangsters and carting us out to the desert was one belonging to Mr. Lincoln. What are you saying? Bit of a blow, huh? The gangster's car belonged to Donald Robert Lincoln? And Packard's gone to beard the man in his den? Oh, Jack can take care of himself. Wasn't he a friend of your father's, Sonny? Yes. He'd better be able to take care of himself. That fellow Lincoln is no one to play around. I realize you're only the butler and you have your orders, but I'll give you one more chance. Do I get in to see Donald Robert Lincoln? No. Well, you asked for it. <coughs> I'm sorry, but there's no time to argue. 
better roll you behind the curtain so as not to upset the household. There you are. Sleep sweet. And let's see now. He said the library. This should be it. Jenkins, I said I didn't want to be disturbed. Stop it! Who's fiddling with that door? If you look up from your work, you might be surprised. What's that? Yes. Who are you? What are you doing in my library? Now, don't get up. How did you get in here? Jenkins! No use calling for Jenkins. He's sound asleep on the floor behind the drapes in the hall. Is... Is this a robbery? No. Then get out. Not yet. We've got some talking to do. People don't enter my house at will. You'll be behind bars before you're 24 hours older. Maybe. Now will you let me talk for a minute? Well, say it and get out. Mr. Lincoln, you're one of the most prominent men in this section of the state. What of it? You have a good name, wife, two or three nearly grown children. What are you getting at? It'd be a pretty terrific thing to have that good name come tumbling down in ruins, wouldn't it? I'm beginning to see. You are? Blackmail. Wrong again. So you say. Lincoln, do you own a big black roadmaster car? I do. Where is it? In my garage, naturally. No, it isn't. I say it is. And I say it isn't. I was around looking in your garage before I came in to see you. Just a minute. We'll see about this. Hello, Higgins. Is the roadmaster in the garage? It's not. Well, where... All right, that's all. I was mistaken. The car's in the service garage down at the corner having new tires put on it. No, it isn't. I say it is. I'll lay you a bet of a hundred to one it's not. Say, who are you? What do you care where my car is? A hundred to one. Take it. I should be dialing the police station instead of a garage. <laughs> but I notice you're dialing the garage. Hello, service garage. This is Donald Robert Lincoln talking. You've got my roadmaster down there putting new tires on it? It's there now? You're sure about that? That's all I want to know. The car's down there just as I said it was. Now get out of here. They told you that at the garage? They did. Then either they lied like thieves or else you're putting up a mighty good front. If you've got anything to say, say it and get out. Very well, I I'm will. I'm a busy man. Tonight, three gunmen took three men for a ride out on the desert. The car was completely demolished. That car was your roadmaster. Are you from police headquarters? No. Are you from the insurance company? No. Are you one of the gunmen? No, I'm one of the men who was taken on that ride. What are you doing here? Well, first I want to know why gangsters are using your car. If what you say is true, then the car must have been stolen from the service garage. But they said the car was still there. Then they must be in collusion with the gangsters. Maybe. Next, I want to know what your relationship with Sonny Richards is. Sonny Richards? Now, don't tell me you don't know her, because I know you do. You were a close friend of her father, James Richards. You... You're talking about his daughter? I am. I haven't seen the girl since her father's death. You have no interest in the financial side of her estate? I believe that is handled in its entirety by Leslie Marks, her attorney. You know Marks? Yes. What kind of a man is he? He has a reputation beyond reproach. Lincoln, there's something that stinks the high heaven in this neighborhood. I wonder if it isn't you. You, you. Get out of my house. Your reputation and wealth would go a long way toward covering up any dirty work you might be engaged in. Go on, keep talking. You might very easily be... Get him, Higgins! What? Oh! Thank <laughs> you.
transcribed adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie will come to you tomorrow at this same hour. I Love a Mystery, written and directed by Carlton E. Morse, comes to you Monday through Friday, featuring Russell Thorson as Jack, Jim Bowles as Doc Long, and Tony Randall as Reggie York. Frank McCarthy speaking. All right, so I realized last week that episode, when I was editing and I did some more research and I found episode six, so that is on last episode of Haunted Log, Old Time Radio Mystery Theater, and tonight we're going to do seven, eight, and nine. So six, number six wasn't missing, but number 10 is. I can't find number 10 anywhere. So next week will be 11, 12, and 13. We're going to miss one, but maybe we can find a recap somewhere about it. Or they'll just do a recap in the show, like they always do. Sometimes they do a whole show of just recap. So, Or they just talk to a bum the whole time. <laughs> but, so, what did you guys think of these three episodes? I'm really get, liking the a car wreck, line. and they... Yeah? Yeah, it, it's... It goes back to that original mystery to me that we listened to, the first one. Um, it still blows my mind how little Reggie is involved. If he's involved at all, he says like maybe one or two words and that's it. It's like, mm-hmm. like yeah, Reggie, you don't quite. mind doing this, do you? No, I'm not bothered. Not quite. Quite. So he says, quite. <laughs> So, and ever since I found out that it was um, the guy from The Odd Couple, uh, I've been trying to listen to him more and, you know, go, oh, yeah, I can hear the voice, right? And since that point, he's said nothing. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Are you back? I'm back. Is Ryan back? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I don't know what's going on. I keep dropping out. But yeah, um, you have like this up-and-coming great actor. And he gets kind of the worst role on the show. He doesn't get to talk. He kind of doesn't do much. He gets in one fight. And I know he's probably the most famous person to come out of this show. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Kind of weird. And ever since you told me that uh, the leading lady is the same gal from the who played the cries in the night. Ooh! Every time I hear her voice, I just (laughs) (laughs) we'll get used to it. She's on the next one too. Uh, Oh no! I think she's in Temple of Vampires also. Wow! Oh wow! So. It's okay. We'll survive. <laughs> I hope. Uh, but no, I, I I really do like this show. It's a fantastic show. Um, they give you enough to where you can kind of figure it out yourself a little bit, but then there's enough twists and turns to start second-guessing yourself. You know, yes, it's you just do. a good time. It really is. Yep. I agree. I love this one. All right, guys. Um, Anything else? We can cut nope. this short. Okay. Not got it. Don't got anything. Cool. Um, 
you guys have listened to the whole thing now, right? Yes. Have you figured, did you figure it out by now? Who did it? I was wrong. If you were listening to it right now, and you were up to episode seven or eight, maybe nine, um, would you have been right? No. No. And that's the good thing about the show is, like you guys said, there's a lot of twists and turns. Characters who seem like they're the main villain are not, and some who make, like are not acting like a villain are. So, it's Reggie. It's always it's Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> it's Reggie, yep. He's the <laughs> man who really curtain for a loop. <laughs> pulling all the strings. Oh my god, it is. It Why is. didn't I see that? So, yeah, um, did you guys get a chance to listen to the Staying at Home special with Dragnet on it? No. I've been putting out um, two hours of OTR every day. Um, there's one episode of Dragnet, and it has the guy who plays Doc. He's, he, he, was a, he was Friday's partner for a long time on Dragnet. So Okay. And it's funny to hear because you can still make out that it's him but his voice is a little bit different. <laughs> okay. It's not so much it. like this. Not, not like a southern, southern gentleman. <laughs> no, it's still that way, but it's not as dark, like heavy. I'll have to give it a listen. Oh. And those are fun to do. I just put out this week, I put out the entire Superman versus the hate monger society organization, which is when the Superman radio play exposed the KKK. Oh, wow. And how it, and how it worked and, and what their purpose was. And a lot of their secrets were exposed on Superman. And it's, it's really good. I mean, it's, it's meant for kids, but it's got a dark tone to it. Hmm. So it's there are 15, 15 minute episodes, maybe 11 minutes and it's six hours long. So there's going to be three shows that are two hours long coming out this week. So, wow. I have to check it out. Um, I think what we should do after we get done with, this with I Love a Mystery, we should do some The Saint. Okay. Okay. With Vincent Price. And Val right. Kilmer. Not yep. Val Kilmer, unfortunately. I don't want to watch and listen to this then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, hearing Vincent same. Price try to be a, a man of uh, a ladies' man is disturbing as all hell. Okay. He was all the time in the 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd rather watch Don Knotts do it. <laughs> Give me Ghost and Mr. Chicken anytime. Oh. Oh. That boy Luther. That is the scariest movie I have ever seen. I am not kidding <laughs> you when I say that. That movie gave me nightmares. Oh, really? Long, yeah. I, I still won't watch it. 
it freaked me out when I was younger and I can't watch it. <laughs> and I love Don Knotts and I can't do it. This, the point where the shears show up in that painting still have nightmares about that. And for whatever reason, it just bothers me to no end. And I cannot. Yeah. Nope. Maybe we'll uh, all get together and watch the ghost of Mr. Chicken then. Yeah. You go right ahead. Or we'll all do it over this. We'll all have a <laughs> running commentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That'd be fun. We could pick a movie and just sit here and talk about it the entire time. Yeah. See, I would rather do Private Eyes with him and Tim Conway. That might be funny. It's supposedly based off of uh, the OTR show. Yeah? Yeah. I Love a Mystery. Hmm. It's supposed to be based off of that, yeah. Oh, that's right. It is. Can you find it? Uh, no, no, <laughs> not since the old video store closed down. <laughs> I'm on the I, for it, but I know our video store doesn't have it. So, yeah, uh, I'm still on the look for it, but it it's kind of pricey and it's a little bit out of the range. I want to be paying for it, right? But that one's good, huh? I'm just trying to think, like, if there's a an old radio play that they made into a movie that we could do an episode of us doing a running commentary on, <laughs> that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty fun. Like the Shadow, or um, the Phantom, the Phantom. Well, Doc Savage. Yeah, that Doc Savage movie is a train wreck Fantastic from the seventies. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I don't know. You brought up train wrecks. I had it. Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> um, the Saint. You do the Saint. I would be all for that. Val Kilmer. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be fun. You know, it gives us something to do while we're stuck at home. Yeah. Um, all right. So next week we're going to continue with I Love a Mystery, and we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Later.